coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living, and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gon Mueller. Good morning. This is Barbara Gon Mueller, and I welcome you to peacepodcast.org. This is a time in our lives when we may need an extra dose of spiritual healing. We may need an extra dose of what makes us thrive when things are not going right. Today, you're in for a conversation that will give you everything you need as you exit this pandemic, or maybe as you just want a little more health, happiness, and peace in your life. That's the purpose of peacepodcast.org. Most of us view aging of the body as something that's going to get worse. I don't believe that. I've never believed that. And so I have this spirit in me that says that higher self is enjoying the days that I have left and the wisdom I have gained along the path. And so as we speak to Dr. James Quacko today, he's a family physician practicing in Santa Barbara for over 30 years. He emphasized that integrated medicine. I wonder what he's going to tell us that will help us with that. And healthy lifestyle. You know, in Santa Barbara, we're lucky. We have the sun, we have our vegetables, and we have the trees that make us thrive. And so he teaches us how to take advantage of everything that comes to our life, even the negative attitudes. Okay, he wrote the book, Mobilizing Your Healing Power. You're in for a treat today. Welcome, Dr. James Quacko. <laughs> Thank you so much, Barbara, for having me on. I love the chance to share the news, the good news. It's always available and it you know, keeps rolling out. So thank you for this chance. The good news, that's beautiful. When I was married to Dr. Well, I was married to Dr. Robert Mueller and he passed in 2010, he would say, I need to present good news. I need to tell people they can be healthy. Did you know Dr. Robert Mueller? I did indeed. I was so fortunate. I was working at a marvelous retreat center by uh, one of my early mentors, um, uh, Everett Loomis, and um, he was so taken by, by learning, reading about uh, Dr. Mueller, that he called him and invited him to attend um, our retreat center. And it was just one of the most uh, wonderful meetings, uh, um, uh, an enlightened individual who was dedicated, doing the right thing, serving the world. Uh, amazing how many people get a chance to work at that level. But he did it, and he did it so well. Uh, you were so fortunate to get to know him as well as you did. But he certainly uplifted us uh, when he came out to visit. And, and we've shared the news, and Everett uh, was so thrilled to learn about what he had to say and, and, and had greater faith and trust in the fact that the peace process was unfolding through people like him. That's true. The peace process is unfolding in each of us. And if we just know that, it gives us a certain joy and a certain energy. I've always felt that love was what motivated me. Now, love got me in trouble too sometimes, you know, but love was, when I say love, I fell in love with my sweetheart from college. And, you know, that's what happens. Well, then I went on and I learned how to live with love in a way that wasn't exactly joyful, but I did. And I had two beautiful children. Long story short, what does love have to do with health? Oh my gosh. You know, it starts with it in many ways. I remember having a patient once who came to me because of uh, shoulder pain, some neck pain to uh, share the problems that she was going through. 
And um, uh, the more we talked, the more it became apparent that um, she was leading difficult life with her husband, uh, her life circumstances, her work situation. Um, and um, we talked further. I said, you know, you need to learn how to appreciate the body you have. Pay more attention to the organs that are working well because uh, they need to be recognized. We need to wake up the day, not only our eyes, our ears, our body, but also the gratitude to the organs that are working well so that we don't just get encumbered with what's not working as well as we like. And then she came back a few weeks later and she said, you know, I took this to heart. I thought about it further. I saw myself in my mirror. I didn't have any of my clothes on, but I looked at myself and I decided I am a beautiful person. And she radiated that to herself and she said, I have greater trust and faith in myself from that. And I am going to do all I can to accept who I am and move on from there. And it was an expression of love to who she was. It, it, it really is required. I remember when I first learned about that as well. I'm fortunate in many ways with the teachers I've had, the parents I've had. And yet, you know, there continues to be steps we need to pay attention to. And one for me was recognizing I am loved. I am loved by my inner being. And to accept that and, and, and to acknowledge that and to appreciate that on a more and more regular basis, I'm, I'm coming to realize that this should be done as often as we can because we serve something much greater than our personal self or the appearance of who we are. And if we can tap into that, it's a huge resource for who we are. But it does start with gratitude, which is a simple expression of love. Our pets, our plants express gratitude. And, um, and we need to do it too. <laughs> Beautiful. I just feel like saying I love you. Um, <laughs> I do these podcasts. I try to send love through the energy of the internet because that's all I can do right now. I can't visit you in your office unless I'm sick, but I'm not, knock on wood. I don't get sick too often either. I wake up in the morning and I never say I have an ache and pain. I just say, thank you for this day. My prayer every day is thank you. Thank you for my knees. Thank you for my body. Thank you. But I think that I love you is really powerful to yourself. Yes, indeed. No doubt about it. And you know, it has many dimensions to it. The first thing is always to tap into the source from which it comes. And if we're stuck in a room of disappointment, remorse, guilt, or anger, we have to move out of that room and find a room of a peak event maybe, or some other way that family or friends have recognized us, do appreciate us, whatever we've been through, whatever prior experiences when we've been through where we have loved someone else or been loved, we need to recapture that so we are connected to an oasis from which it comes. And then we use that energy to go into the parts of ourselves that need more of it. And that means sometimes in the past, sometimes in the future, if we're afraid of what's going to happen. I, I just saw somebody the other day who's going through stress, her sleep problem restarted again because she has to move. And so, you know, at times the love needs to extend into where we're going, not just where we've come from. But always with ourselves, we're always connected. I, I am more and more impressed the more I hear, the more, the, the privilege I have is hearing people pour their heart out at times. And I, I just am so grateful for what I get to do and, and hopefully help in, in some ways that makes a difference. 
But in any event, as people pour this out to me, I come, I come closer in contact with the source they're drawing upon. And my goal is to help them make that connection more and better. And I know it's always with us, but one of the things I've especially learned is that none of us suffer alone. None of us die alone either. And I'm just um, so impressed with how uh, marvelous our situation is set up. Unfortunately, some of us get so run down, it, it's hard to recapture that. I was in a group once where a woman said, oh, you're just too positive here. I'm not sure I can accept this. And so I had to send my prayers out to her in hopes that she could recognize some of this positivity that will attract some of the other stuff. You know, the real law of attraction that became popular about seven or eight years ago was marvelous in helping people come in contact with the abundance within themselves. But the abundance also has to do with our inner sense of goodwill, our inner sense of, of acceptance of who we are and, and the goals that we're part of and, and the circumstances of certain relationships that we're part of. And the more we can accept that, I think the more likely it, it makes connections with other people and, and the, the positive synchronicities that I learned from Elmer Green. He, he, he posed it that way. Strokes of luck, of course. Well, I think the more we pay attention and more receptive we are to our inner life, the more likely we, we will pay attention to the light when we meet somebody, when a certain circumstance opens up, when a certain opportunity opens up, and we pay more attention to it and grasp hold of it and say, I, you know, I don't fully understand this possibility, but I'm, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to overlook my reluctance. I'm going to overlook the fact that I may not be in the best of health or the best of energy, but I'm going to be receptive to what's opening up in front of me now and today. And um, you know, I'm slowly learning that. My day has a tendency to get too busy with too many things set up, but I'm learning how to start the day by tuning in to my own inner source and saying, Lead me, guide me. I don't want the routine to be in charge. I want to be receptive. I want to be flexible. I want to be curious. I admire people who do that. You generated such a nice sense the other day when we met and, and, and hadn't met for quite a while. And then you said the magic words to me, Meadowlark, which was sort of my ideal place to work. It was such a privilege to work at this uh, retreat center where we taught people how to get in touch with themselves in their healing center. Um, but in any event, uh, to have those memories come back, just uh, reopen another fountain of goodwill and wonderful memories. So I appreciated that. But your enthusiasm and your optimism helped reconnect that with my own. And so, you know, we, we sort of feed off each other, but a, a lot of this comes from the inner self. And if we pay attention to that, we, we will see the light shining actually before we feel it sometimes but <laughs> beautiful i couldn't say one word that would emphasize anything you said more than your passion for saying it not only do you have enthusiasm but you have a passion for living and you said something that i want people to remember look who you are attracting you are like a magnet if your energy is positive, optimistic, I very seldom get people telling me no about anything I ask. It's because they want to be part of my enthusiasm. And enthusiasm, we looked it up on Google and it said it's with God. And I didn't realize that. But if I wouldn't have been enthusiastic when I met Robert Mueller here in the 90s, as you met him in the 90s, and at the La Casa de Maria retreat for um, what is the meaning of life, 
um, I don't know if he would have noticed me. I was so enthusiastic about what he said. I said, oh my gosh, I just love you. You know, well, I love what you're saying and I love you. And I always say love. And, and sometimes people aren't quite ready for it. But I do it anyway, because I said, if you know, if I love you, then you have to love yourself, more or less. And I say, and I know you do love yourself, because that's the secret of life. But there's one thing you said I wanted to emphasize. You hear people. You hear where they are. You walk in their shoes for five, ten minutes, and then you just become their partner. No doubt about it. I had a wonderful chance to participate in the nonviolent communication session that City College uh, promotes every year. Um, and um, that's what we talked about. Uh, primary goal was to learn how to listen to each other. And in the process of doing that, we begin to commune with their heart. We begin to commune with their soul. And even the worst of circumstances, each person has a spirit and a soul that's part of them that is wanting to come forth, wanting to communicate with their personality, wanting them to get over some of the obstacles some of the problems from the past, some of the difficulties. And uh, I just learned that no matter how difficult the situation might be, we can always communicate with a positive center within someone else. It's called soul to soul communicating. And uh, sometimes, um, you know, if we can't do it directly with the words, we can listen and we can be sending light. We can be celebrating the light within that individual that's eager to come forth. And I, I think all of us, uh, fortunately, are connected to an indwelling center that's powerful. The, 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 the will to grow, the will to learn. And um, I have many who have uh, instilled that within me and helped me, help it flourish within me. And, and I wanna be part of that uh, with other people finding it as well. And I know it's possible. And um, so, by all means, it, it starts with learning how to love ourselves. The other day, I, I began to realize, of course, um, um, we define that according to our experiences. And, and what we need to do is to keep upgrading it. Mm -hmm. um, I've come to appreciate that loving with the heart is one thing. Loving with the mind is another. And uh, I've come to call it wisdom. Loving with the soul is another. And I've come to call it joy. And, and the more we can look for ways of finding it to expand in our life, I think the more impact it'll have, not only on us, but those with whom we associate. And our important relationships need to continue to be nurtured and also um, um, pursued as well as we can. We have so much to learn from them, but then also to be receptive to people we're meeting, sometimes in strange ways. and, and um, so um, the more we extend it, I think the more we attract it. You're right. I agree completely. Um, unfortunately, at times we think about bad things happening and then we become obsessed with them. And a friend of mine said, oh, oh, don't get caught in the misery magnets. You have to find the loving magnets. You need, to, you need to turn that around and bring it back to a source, an oasis within, a source of energy within that will help regenerate and renew and have trust in that, that it's, it's as eager to help us as we feel the need to be helped. And so, you know, if we do our part, if we, if we wake up, if we make the call, if we take the walk, if we take a few moments before we eat to ask ourselves, now, what is the best food? How can I feed these wonderful cells in the best way possible? 
I think more likely we'll find the strength and the energy to pursue that. You know, you're listening to the wisdom of Dr. James Quacko, but he also wrote the book and it's called The Mobilizing Your Healing Power. And I'm going to go to his office today and bring him some loquats and maybe a few mulberries. And I'm gonna exchange books with him because not only can you listen, but you can be a partner in a conversation. And the healing power of conversations, even on Zoom, I leave a conversation with some of the guests that I've had on Peace Podcast, which you are listening to today. And I'm so full of joy that I got to be on this intimate conversation with you, our listeners and our followers. And thank you for joining our Peace Podcast community and mobilizing our power. That is so wonderful. Don't let your power sleep. You've got it. And if you've got it, use it. Bless your heart. And then you said something earlier, which I have a motto. Go where people shout your values. They'll reinforce what you're bringing. You know, it really helps. If I wouldn't have been on the La Casa de Maria board for over 25 years, I never would have met Robert Mueller. But they shouted my values. I believe in healing. I believe in spirituality. I believe in love. And I believe in giving us all a second chance. If you haven't felt like you've been healthy, this is your chance to get healthy with your mind. Isn't the mind part of the healing process? Dr. Quacko, I'm asking you. I know you know it. <laughs> Open it up. I think one of the simplest things we can do at the beginning of the day is ask the important questions. Not, not why I might be looking forward to a problem, but why I am enthused about today. Uh, why I am curious about the day. How will my curiosity be spurred further today? Why? Why? Uh, why do I have something happy to look forward to? And I think that sets the tone for what's going to happen. It at least opens some windows and it opens some doors. And, you know, that's doing our part. And then paying attention to what takes place and, you know, hopefully recognizing the opportunities as they unfold. They don't need to be major. Major miracles don't happen often. But I'm convinced that small miracles happen every day, every day. And, and we can witness them in others, and then we can share those stories. And the more we share them, the more receptive we become to having them happen to us as well. And, and over time, we become a vehicle, a source of, of uh, small miracles to other people. I think small acts of gratitude, small acts of kindness, small acts of, of um, bending over and helping somebody. I remember uh, one person asking what would be the best exercise. And, and uh, my mentor from a distance, Mr. Mr. Casey, said, bending over to help someone else. That's beautiful. And, uh, of course, that's opening the heart. And uh, if we open the heart, then, then the body opens up and, and, and serves us and provides us the strength and, and um, the, the um, stamina to pursue what's happening around us. It's given us what I ask at the end of every conversation. What can we do today? to have that mobilizing our healing power? What can we do today to bring that positive joy? You know, I ask myself when I'm doing something, does this bring me joy? Now, sometimes you have to do things that may not be perfect for you at that moment, but everything is a gift. Even working in Cressus when I was 16, because I wanted to have spending money, I was the only one they hired back after all the girls that they hired to sell candy. Why? Because I loved where I was and I would straighten the candy up. Right. You know, wherever you are, you can make it into something wonderful. Is that true? And what action do you want us to take today? 
Well, I just learned something the other day that was marvelous and fits in wonderfully with the theme of your whole program. It was called SIP, S-I-P, sit in peace. Sit with the divine. Just a few moments. People know that meditation is helpful, but have trouble setting aside the time to do so. And I constantly look for simple ways to making it easier. And so this particular person, Suzanne Giesemann, said three minutes. Three minutes. That's all you need. Three minutes. Sit down. Relax the body. Breathe in. Breathe out slowly to invite the body to relax. And then tune in to the center of yourself. Pure awareness. Higher self. Use the name you need. Love. Divine love. Joy. What works for you? Find your word. That's your connection. That's your password to the inner being. And then listen, and then pose this question. What is it that I most need to do right now? What is it I most need to do right now? And think about that, and let spirit speak. Hear what it has to say, and let that impetus guide you through this day. Isn't that beautiful? Sit, and it's so easy to remember. Um, and I like that idea of taking a moment and asking the question because it tunes into your intuition too. And intuition is really important. Do you agree that coincidences have something to teach us and be grateful for? Oh gosh, I am so grateful for the various ways that things happen like that. So I was very impressed with the fact it doesn't need to be extensive. Just within a few minutes, we can make a connection. And so the word SIP, S-I-P, means take a brief dip. And if you have time for more later in the day or the beginning of the day, do that. My favorite time is the beginning of the day. Yeah. Set the stage, open the mind, open the heart, uh, open, open the routines so that they have room for something to work their way in and uh, and see what happens. Set it in motion. Trust the fact that this day has something special in store to receive and to give and to go back and forth with that during the day. What is it I have to learn today? Um, you know, we need, to, we need to push aside what we think we know so that we make room for uh, the greater growth that's out there waiting for us to dip into. I'm going to transcribe this podcast today. There's so much wisdom, and you are listening to Dr. James Quacko, the author of Mobilizing Your Healing Power. This conversation that I have had, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing so much wisdom in these 20 minutes. I want you to, or you listeners out there and those who have tuned in, I would like you, if you don't want to watch it, you just listen to it in your car. Go to iTunes and listen to it as you are driving along, and let his words heal you, become part of you, because that's what we're here for, to bring peace to you. And isn't SIP such a wonderful way to remember that we can be quiet for three minutes? We can ask our higher power to guide us. Books have been written about this, but the wisdom that we carry within is what we need right now. Dr. Quacko, do you have a final word? Oh, thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate it immensely. I, um, I just want to encourage people to pay more attention to, uh, to big things that have happened to them and go back to them from time to time to tap back into how it happened, why it happened, 
and um, ask that to uh, be present in their life today. Well, there's something about that, that when you go back to a time when you were enthusiastic or joyful, it kind of reminds you that you have that in you and to bring that forth again. I'm Barbara Gahn-Mueller, and I want to thank you for helping us bring peace to our planet, to bring peace in conversations, and to practice what Dr. Quackle said today. Each of us has a power to maybe not only heal ourselves, but to heal another just by being present. God bless you. And please listen to Peace Podcast and Dr. Quackle one more time. Bless you and thank you. Thank you, Barbara. I love you. I love you too. What a pleasure. Thank you so much.